welcome to the inaugural pilot episode of It Takes Two to Tinder. I am Andy. And I am Marianne. Uh, It Takes Two to Tinder is a show wherein Marianne and I, who are love experts, basically dissect the way the 21st century human uh, is falling in love. Isn't that right, Marianne? That's exactly right. Uh, could you, Marion, could you give some of your quality? I asked, first of all, just let me give a little background. My friend, John, had an idea for a podcast, which he, uh, which, and it made, the idea of executing it made him too nervous. So he said, Andy, I have this idea. Why don't just make, can you make it? And in the past week has been pestering me consistently asking, have you recorded it yet? Uh, and so I, we're going to do it, obviously. Yeah, so thanks. I just want to give a little shout out to John. Yeah, if this ever starts making money, John will receive none of it, let's oh. be clear. He'll probably take us to court like <laughs> those Facebook guys did. Yeah, we'll have like a like a weird kind of story where we will say as successful people, you know, it just didn't work out, and John will have like a tell-all. But then he'll make money. We'll all be happy. All right. End of riff. Uh, anyway, what is your uh, qualifications for uh, being a love expert? Well, I think um, it works out really great. I think like I'm a very specific type of love expert in which I'm really, really, really good at um, first dates and one night stands. Mm-hmm. And that's really all you need to then take the next step to the relationship. And really, let's face it, with uh, the way society is, if I may, th- that's all people do anymore. There's no more relationships. No. Love is dead. And that is what makes you a love expert, mm-hmm. knowing yep. that love is dead. Sure. All yep. right. Cool. Uh, so this is off to great. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so you're good at that. And I, uh, as you know, have become recently engaged to a lady that said yes to me asking her to marry her. That's That's basically what I have to offer. Yeah. But if, like, you know Andy, that's very impressive. It's very he impressive. He must be a love expert. I am an eccentric, to say the least. <laughs> so what's 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 going to be great about me and Andy tackling this is we're coming from two very different standpoints. Very different angles. And I'm not, like, someone who, like, this is my fourth engagement. This is my first engagement. And yeah. by engagement standards, that means I'm doing it right. And I'm coming as someone who this isn't my first time being, like, alone and single. I've always really been alone and single so this is perfect the point is the show is about love and if you want to learn how to be in love listen to the show okay no no more mr nice guy uh all right so we're gonna read a couple tinder conversations that were sent our way and then uh we're gonna do this dramatically because we're both from children of the theater our first conversation comes from uh my friend's co-worker ria Uh, And this is a conversation she just recently had this very week. You're my hero, LOL. I wish you weren't a bartender. I'm sober and I can't match the hustle. Industry life is a beast, huh? The industry is a beast, but I'm a bit removed from the lifestyle now that I'm an electrician. I work at a theater, just the rushes before and after shows. It's pretty low key. It's cool that you're sober. I don't really drink very often. How long have you been? We could still hang out and bone, though? (laughs) 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 Holy shit. So, so can I tell you, I didn't read through that before we read this. So, what you can't see in this conversation is that that, uh, the the first part of the conversation where it's normal um, 
happens like in a relatively short amount of time and then that comment came like a day later yeah like he had been he'd been festering like okay she didn't like mm-hmm. the last thing i sent i need to really blow her socks off what should i say what should i say we can still hang out in bone though Marion, can i say i think this is a classic case of someone overplaying their hand oh because this guy what he's got and i think he might be onto something is First, he says uh, they make some comment about uh, bartending. They're talking, right? Yeah. That's half the battle. It seems like it's going well. They're they talking. know a little bit about each other. Exactly. And then we get to this moment where he feels kind of defensive about the drinking thing, and his job makes the comment about how he doesn't do it that much, right? Clearly overcompensating a little. Yeah, because I don't buy that for a second. No, not a second. I mean, he's clearly a drunk. Oh, 100%. He can barely spell the word bone. He doesn't finish. When he writes though, it's just T-H-O. Where's the U-G-H? Well, he's hip. Okay. He's a hip guy, <laughs> which which leads me to believe that he's very much in the industry, not a bit removed. Sure. Sure. But then he takes his, like, his little overcompensation, and I think much like comedians can do, I know I've done this, where like a joke doesn't work. So you say the joke again a couple times to like really double down. Like he doubled downs on his weird overstatement with we can still hang out and bone though. What do you think? I think I agree, Mm -hmm. but I also think it's like a desperation lifeline. (laughs) Sure. I think he realizes that like his last, they were going from saying one sentence, one sentence, maybe two sentences at most. And then he sent like seven sentences in a row and he Mm. panicked. He showed his hand too much and he was like, no one's talked to me in Tinder for a while. I really need to get some. Let's just try it. That's what I call call the classic Poe syndrome after Edgar Allan Poe. It's when you write a long uh, message in response to short uh, casual Mm. conversation. Yeah, he Ask, definitely had that. Most people on Tinder know what that I is. I kind of call it word vomit. Yeah? Yeah. But uh, one of us is more educated. Well, that's true. We won't tell you who. <laughs> no, we're just kidding. We both have theater educations, <laughs> which are equally useless. But here's what I don't understand. And now maybe this might be ignorant of me. Mm-hmm. All right? I tend to think that I have my boat, like most of my hangout and bone sessions are when I'm intoxicated. Mm-hmm. She has stated that she's sober, l- like let him know that's what's up, and he still thinks she's just gonna like come over and bang him. Is that how it works? I don't. I mean, I'm not. A, I wouldn't say yes. I but see, I'm someone who's never. I've literally never understood the guy who says just blatantly, "Do you want to have casual sex with me?" in a way that is obviously more enticing than that, but still completely unappealing because that's not the there's where's the romance dude yes and can i tell you like people do have casual sex with each other it's something you can achieve but you need to be tactful about it you essentially that's your part-time job is casual sex Okay, sure. Uh, no. If you're a prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. No, but I get what you're saying. And I don't mean to imply that. I get I get what you're saying. Sure. But by throwing out a weird, desperate line like we could still hang out and bone though, you're not gonna hang out and bone. Mm-mm. That's like that's just not gonna happen. No matter if at she started this conversation wanting casual sex, she ended this conversation not wanting it with him. Which which meets not neither goal. 
for either person. No one leaves this situation happy. Can I ask you, as yes, all women, um, can you answer, uh, have you ever been in a spot where like a, a bold, naked plea like this is successful? Not on online dating, like a Tinder or why, an OkCupid. Why is that? Because they usually come out, they usually come out of left field, like this one. But there's also two very distinct types of people who do it. Someone who's either way overconfident, and you don't want to go home with that guy, because like if you met him in real life, he has rape in his eyes. <laughs> Can I? Oh god. Well, it's also there's also the thing like you can't really tell if someone deserves their overconfidence over like any kind of social media or dating app. Yeah. You know, like if you see a guy who like kind of looks like Fonzie when Fonzie was <laughs> doing good, like mm. at least you can be like, "All right, you're you're going for a thing." But like I can't tell that in person, you know. I just don't know why you're <laughs> Epitome of confidence. Someone who should have confidence is someone who looks like Fonzie in their prime. But we can move my, past that. I might be hip, but my sex ideal is very old-fashioned. No. But but everyone is a little nervous on online dating. So if someone comes into it with such confidence, something's off about them. Mm. The other type of person who does it, which I think is more of this person, is the like just totally desperate. And the totally desperate with a little bit of tact is appealing. But the totally desperate with just desperation is like, oh, you're showing me your entire luggage carousel of baggage in one line. I don't have time for that. Like, show me your baggage as we get closer and we can deal with it. Not all in one line. We can still hang out and bone, though. Can uh, let's All right. Now I want to go into uh, the part of the show where we give Dale some advice. Yeah. So uh, let's let's do that. When we're just Dale, we're just going to do it. And by the way, Dale is a fake name I've assigned you. Um, Dale, we're just going to talk to you like like you're in the room with us. OK, so we're just going to throw some things at you. Um, and Marianne, like we're just going to kind of we're just going to kind of wrap this mm-hmm. not literal rap but kind of you know we're just rapping i get it um you get it uh so <laughs> dale uh dale slow your roll man slow your roll if she doesn't get back to you in a day on tinder i mean you don't know her situation you're making a lot of assumptions here dale and that and what's happening is you're assuming first of all that she doesn't like you because you're a bartender False assumption? We don't know if that's true or not. She never says that. She does say I wish you weren't a bartender. But she doesn't say that that is a barrier to relationship. And then you respond with this long treatise, Dale. Chill, man. Use shorter sentences. Slow down. Give her a couple days. I would say, Dale, don't reread her messages over in your head. I could totally tell that's what Mm. you were doing. I think she sent it like this. I wish you weren't a bartender. I'm sober. Ha ha ha. You read it like this. I wish you weren't a bartender. So then you had to overcompensate for everything. Some of the stuff you send in the next thing makes you sound like an interesting guy. You're an electrician, but you use it to work at a theater. You work before and after shows, which means you probably know about a bunch of shows. If you're actually removed from the industry and the lifestyle, like, then what do you do for fun? Maybe those are some things you could have put in there instead of 
listing random facts about your life and then immediately jumping to banging her. Also, Dale, can I just say, don't use the words industry or lifestyle ever. I don't care if she uses them first. Don't do that. Using the word lifestyle is like me calling myself hip. And I want you to imagine that every message you send on Tinder may or may not be read on a public forum like a podcast that is being released on the internet. And then I think you'll have a better idea of what is appropriate and what is not appropriate. I have to do this with my work emails. And I do that. I take three breaths before I send any work emails. And I say, Andy, is this something that if you are running for office 10 years from now that you would be embarrassed to see out there and or would cost you your job? And... You know what? I've deleted several messages for that very reason. Also, Dale, I now I might just be making assumptions. Dale, no part of me believes that you don't really drink very often. No, no part of me believes mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And if it's not true, Dale, don't don't try to form to the person she wants you to be. Give yourself, right? Because if she's someone who doesn't drink and you enjoy going out after work and drinking or hanging out with some of your other bartenders and drinking that'll eventually come out and it won't work. So you'd rather be honest right up front and have it work out. If you're completely honest about who you are and she's like, oh, we won't get on, then maybe you can bring up about the banging though. Yeah, guess what, Dale? If I go to my fiance and I say, hey, babe, I don't do heroin, and that's like the first or second thing I say to her, that's going to raise some red flags, and rightly so. If I was Dale taking his own words and using it in a more successful way, I would have said... The industry is a beast, but I'm also an electrician. I work at the theater. Just the rushes before and after the show. It's pretty low key, but takes up some of my time. What do you do for fun? Oh, that is beautiful. And you know what, Marion? I think this gets to a separate point. I want to move on from Dale in a second because Dale's an asshole and I don't like him and I don't want to talk about him anymore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but but um, I think uh, sometimes we really underrate in romance, like the common things that just show you're interested in a person because maybe they're not the first, you're not the first fucking person who said them. It's cool to be interested in another human being and just ask them about who they are. Andy, that might be one of the greatest points I've ever heard you make in life. That like, yes, everyone asks like, what do you do for fun and things like that. But it's also something you actually want to know about someone. So don't be afraid to actually get to know them. This was some real advice. I think that was real. I'm proud of us. I think we did us. good on that one. <laughs> good job, Marianne. Pound it. Yep, they can't hear it, but we know it. We, it, it actually happened. We're going to move into our next segment. And this is a segment that Marianne doesn't get to read our show notes for. She is simply a contestant in the guessing game where there is only one winner and loser, and it is always her. Banana. So this segment is called Pickup Lines, uh, and these are all either real or fake pickup lines ostensibly from Tinder, and it's Marianne's job, and you can play along at home, to guess whether this is a pickup line that I invented myself right before this show, or if this was something that was written on Tinder to another human. Now, I think I'm going to do really well at this because I've gotten a lot of horrible first Tinder messages. So I feel like I'm a good, and I know you. Yeah. So I feel like I'm going to do really well at this. I'm hopeful. I feel like 
I've started to notice some of the patterns that these Tinder ones send, and I'm trying to match them, so I think I'll get better at fooling you as well. Ooh, okay. All right, let's do it. Okay, first one. You're kind of like my little toe. End of line. Oh. That's it. Oh. Oh, okay. I think I think that this one is a real one. Cause I think like he had like some funny setup. You couldn't have made this up. This one's real. You're right. Yes. And I do want to say all of these were ones that were uh wherein they were sent in the format that uh it suggests that this was the only correspondence in the entire conversation. There's no <laughs> other context. I only accepted pickup lines wherein the person who's sending it did not respond. Did not, that was all that person put out there in the universe. Yep. All right, yep. next one. Yep. Uh, if you're into weird edible sex stuff, get at me. Oh, oh okay. Only because... Andy, you are the least hip human. That one must be you. Because <laughs> no one says, get at me. <laughs> you nailed it. Yes. And you're, uh, the reason is spot on, too. I should have seen that. Yep. I should have seen that. The edible, honestly, I was believing it. Because I've definitely had men message me on, twi- uh, on Twitter. Nope. Oh. On Tinder with a very specific thing they like asking me if I also like it. With not even easing into it at all. I'll be like, hey, I might be the only man in the world who loves having sex while reading the newspaper. Are you into that? Like, he's just looking for that one other person. Hey, do you mind peeing into a cupcake and letting me eat it? Oh, whoa, whoa, okay. Next one. (laughs) Apologies. Uh, All right. Just judging by your picture, I'd say you're a cancer. Was I right? Oh, this person definitely has rape in their eyes. It's true. It must be true. I made that one up. No! Mm-hmm. Oh. I thought you'd be able to figure that one out because, like, a cancer is such, like, that, like astrological signs are so such dumb, old-fashioned things. Yes. Which is, yeah, I guess because you're I an guess, old man. I should have got that one. But I still feel like there's guys out there who try to use it to relate to women. I feel like a clueless man still thinks that girls are totally into their signs and that that's like a way he can relate. Well, sure. And that's like a setup for I'm a Leo and we're perfect for each other or whatever the stupid astrological mumbo jumbo is, which isn't real. It's not real. Well, that's for another podcast. Okay. Your stance on astrology. I have very strong feelings about. (laughs) I didn't know this until right now. People's feelings about astrology. (laughs) Um, All right. Ready? Ah, so what? The score is two to one. Yeah, so we're two Me to one. Me winning right now. to losing. You're winning to losing. All right. Next up, Sanders and Cruz take Wisconsin. Is it just me, or is that a killer opening line? Oh, that one's true. It's real because you don't know anything about politics. I'm actually, in- I'm incredibly knowledgeable. Yeah, about I was just politics. kidding about that, but that one's true. Why? That guy is wearing a polo. A- a polo shirt in one of his pictures and a tie in the next one. You're actually correct. Yes. You're not You're not even like kind of right. You're absolutely correct because this is a friend of mine and uh, that is exactly how he dresses. Yep. See? Okay. Wow. You have like a freakish clairvoyance. I'm good at this one. I'm mad about the, the other one, other yeah, one yeah. that I didn't get because yeah. I was half on that one. No, but anyways. I, I could see the struggle in your eyes. Yep. Um, what I do like about this one, it's a Thule first line. But there's the type of girl who that type of guy is perfect for, and he laid himself out there right away. So well, like, I'm okay with it. I, I also want to say like, it's it's it suggests some understanding of like current affairs, which suggests intelligence, and it's self aware in that it's that's a stupid first line thing. Yeah. Right. Um, He's like the best of the worst. I can't wait for him to listen to this. Uh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> 
All right, next one. You'd be a fine apple. No. Is that it? No. What's a bad apple? Oh, okay. This one you made up. No, it's real. No, it's not. Yes. No, I thought you were trying to like play off the toe one. How that one like ended so abruptly. Mm-mm. Okay, this is another one where I have to know where is this man going with it? Because um, she obviously texts back. What do you mean by that? I mean, I think he's saying he's just it's just a way to call her attractive, right? A fine apple? Fine apple. Is my grandpa on Tinder? Like, that's like an old man. Like, oh, <laughs> she was such a fine apple walking up the street. Yeah. I wanted to pick her from the patch and bring her to my house. Is your grandfather a gangster from the 20s? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Saw a girl with a red dress went up to her ankles. I said, you're quite the fine apple. <laughs> See? It was a yellow dress. <laughs> That's okay. how they did jokes back then. So this is an old man on Tinder. Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh. No, that's a real one. I don't know. I can't justify that. Yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing to say there's about that. There's nothing to say about him. And that was our inaugural pilot episode of It Takes Two to Tinder. Inaugural pilot. A little redundant. Marianne, thank you so much. Thank you. This was a blast. For joining me on this journey. It's a journey. It was time fun. And thank all of you for coming along for the journey. I hope you learned a little something. And for those of you who are on this love boat with us, uh, we would love to hear from you and get your uh, awful or wonderful or wonderful. Some Tinder conversations turn out great. I would love to see a Tinder success story. Yes. Please send us the whole thing. Send it to it takes two T W O two T O Tinder at gmail.com again that's it takes two to tinder at gmail.com uh, and just to reiterate that's t-w-o-t-o all written out like a human not like a weird robot you can attach your screenshots you can type up your conversation we want screenshots because I want verification that you're not typing this up and we can tell if legs. you make it up we can tell if you make it up we've, got, we've read such a variety we've read tinder conversations from Frost We've read Tinder conversations from gross human centipede fans. <laughs> We've read Tinder conversations from relatively normal people. We know what you're making up. Just send us the screenshots on an iPhone. You can do that by pressing the sleep button and that little home circle button at the bottom at the same time. And on an Android, you can get an iPhone. <laughs> that was funny. That was a good joke. All right. Well, this is great. This has been an episode of It Takes Two to Tinder. Where love meets reality. Plaisir de vaincre, plaisir de vivre. Deux petits contrats qui fait ensemble, je respire. Tu pourrais me dire ce qui vient à l'esprit, mais cela n'est pas bien. Parce que tu me sous-estimes. Le plaisir putain avec mes rimes sublimes. Allez, mon petit chien, tu veux pas que je te danish. Oh, mais quel plaisir! Le plaisir de jouer Rocky Happy. Arrête, arrête, arrête de rire. Rocky, je suis prêt, je suis prêt. Je repars, je repars la rime. J'ai déjà la tête qui bande sans masse sur le beat. Le corps à cadence, c'est bien sans c'est ça le plaisir, le plaisir de ma musique Je t'en dans mon monde, le plaisir des notes Toujours conjugué